I'm flying my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for another drive to work. Okay. So today, um, in the last podcast, I talked all about what the storm scale was. Well, today, I take Kanzatarkir and I explain all the mechanics in Kanzatarkir, how they apply to the storm scale. So I wrote a column on this uh, called Storm Scale Kanzatarkir. So um, this is a more elaborate version of that, but basically I'm going to talk about sort of, hey, the Kanzatarkir mechanics. Should we expect to see them again? Yes or no? Okay. So we're going to begin with Morph. One of the big mechanics of the block, actually a returning mechanic. Okay, so once again, remember there's five different qualities that I'm going to talk about. So the qualities are popularity, versatility, oh wait, popularity, design space, versatility, developmental issues, and uh, playability. Okay, so let's start with concept. So let's start with popularity. So basically, it was what we call light. So um, there was very popular, popular, liked, and unpopular. So this means it's under uh, the 25%, uh, under 50%. It's on the bottom half, although on the top half of the bottom half. Um, Morph's an interesting mechanic. I mean, people have, this is the third time we've used Morph. Morph was introduced in the Onslaught block, came back during the Time Spiral block, and now returned for the second time in the Kanzatarkir block. Um, it's a polarizing mechanic. It is definitely a mechanic that the people that like it really like it, and those that don't like it really don't like it. Um, it tends to... Sometimes the average doesn't always represent its sort of feelings. Uh, I talk about this a lot in that one of the things we really are looking for is we like things that evoke strong emotion, even if that strong emotion isn't always positive. And this is one of those mechanics that tends to evoke strong emotion. People feel about the mechanic in some way or the other. Um... But uh, it has its fans, and it definitely has a place sort of in magic history. Okay, design space, we could say it was uh, large, small, or medium. Medium, uh, what that means is there's a decent number of cards you can design with it, but not it, it's not a giant number. Um, the fact that you have to always have a 2-2 for 3 mana really relegates a lot of what it can be. There's only so much you can put in any one set. And then we have some rules about how easy it is to flip over, uh, developmental rules. And so, like, one of the rules is, um, outside of, of rare, if you want to turn over uh, and, and you become something that defeats a 2-2, meaning if you got in a fight with a 2-2, you'd kill the 2-2 and survive, you have to cost at least five mana to be able to morph. Um, and anyway, some of these restrictions to developmentally play correctly really limits how many cards. Once again, with design space, you've got to remember not just how many cards could you make overall, but how many cards can you make within the specific set. Morse one of those mechanics where, yeah, there's a lot of different things you could do, but once you make one choice in the set, there's other choices that get off limits. And so there's only so much you can do within one set. But that said, it's medium. It's not small. You know, I'm sure we could do it again. Versatility. Um, I will say neutral. Uh, it does require uh, a, a decent amount of build-around with it. Um, if you're making a, a lot of 2-2s two for 3 mana... All of a sudden, two threes are more valuable, or you know, things that can do two damage because everything has two toughness before you unmorph them. Um, so anyway, uh, but it's not—it's not a lot of the things that you want to do. Magic naturally kind of wants to do. So I, I said it was neutral. Developmental. Um, I put it as problematic, not very problematic, but problematic. Um, morph is difficult for development to work with. It, it, uh, 
A three mana for a two two is below the curve of what people would play in constructed. So you have to have a lot more on the other side to really make up for it. But you need to have it balanced. So it's tricky. Um, playability. Uh, more of a complicated mechanic. Uh, it uses the card back in a way most cards don't. Um, it's, it's a bit overwhelming for less experienced players. So it definitely has a lot of baggage that comes with it. Okay, on the storm scale, I gave it a four. Now, if you look at what I said, that seems a little odd. Um, solely on the ratings I gave it, it would probably be a little bit higher. Um, but the reason that it is where it's at is there's some familiarity with it. That one of the things that happens as things sort of become part of the magic um, vernacular, if you will, um, as people sort of get used to things, um, it is a little bit easier to bring it back. I mean, Morph has a certain role and a place in the history of magic. And so it is not as if I'm going to play Morph. It would be a mechanic that I'm starting from scratch. Um, you know, it's not something... I think if I was presenting Morph for the first time, it'd be a harder sell than, oh, it's been back three times, you know, or happened once and was used twice. Uh, so three times total, two times coming back. Um, that said, we've got to be careful with it. I mean, we have to be very conscious. It's definitely something when we have new players... Um, it, it is an issue, um, but I, I do think, if you ask me, do I think it'll come back? Yeah, it's got some issues to work with, and it's not the easiest thing to handle, but I do think we'll see it again. Raid, Kanzatarkir. Okay, so it was popular, which means it's in the top half, uh, but the bottom half of the top half, so the you know second 25%, if you will, 50 to 75%. Um, but it was just barely there. It, it was liked. Um, design space is medium. Uh, it can go on creatures, and it can go on spells, so it definitely... Uh, it's kind of versatile in where you can put it, but it's reliant on attacking. And so it does limit the kind of effects you can do because the effects have to be combat neutral. What that means is, let's say I have an effect that, uh, like for example, I can't put raid on a giant growth because I would want to use the giant growth during combat. And then it's complicated about understanding, you know, the, the timing is weird if you're trying to use it in combat. And so we tend to avoid those kind of effects, which just limits the number of different things you can do with raid. But raid is still, just, like I said, the fact that you put it on creatures or spells, still pretty big, the amount of space you can do. Versatility, flexible. Um, very flexible. It requires attacking. Like, what infrastructure does it need? It needs you to want to attack with creatures. Well, you know what does that? The game of magic does that. So that's pretty easy. Um, it, it's, a pretty, it's pretty flexible in that regard. Um, developmental was not problematic. Development had no problems with it, so it wasn't a developmental issue. Uh, and the playability, pretty straightforward, pretty simple. Um, you know, the idea of did you attack or didn't you not attack, that's easy to understand. The rules are easy to understand. You know, there's no real other issues tied to it. So um, I gave it a storm scale of three, which, which to me was pretty good mechanic, has design space, easy to understand. So yeah, I do think we'll see this again. This is a mechanic that I'm... Very confident we'll see again. Okay, Outlast. Oh, by the way, uh, I should explain these. Morph, for those that don't know what it is. Morph is you can pay three mana to play the card face down as a 2-2, and then you can pay its morph cost um, at any time to turn it face up and turn it to whatever creature it is. Raid is a mechanic or ability word that says if, you're, um, if a creature is attacked this turn, then some bonus to your spell. Your spell is better if you've already attacked with the creature this turn. Okay, Outlast. Outlast is a mechanic that you can... Uh, I think you have to use it on your turn. Or no, do you? No, no, no. It, it, um, 
Yeah, you have to use it as a sorcery. Uh, it allows you to put a plus one, plus one counter on your creature, but you may only use it if... Um, uh, it requires a tap, so you, you... I guess if you're vigilant, you can attack. But pretty much you can't attack and make use of this ability. The, the flavor of it is, instead of attacking, I can go meditate and practice or whatever and strengthen myself, but I have to remove myself from fighting to do that. Um, so popularity, it was unpopular. It showed up in the bottom 25%, so it wasn't a particularly beloved mechanic. Uh, design space is small. In fact, the reason it, when we were looking at car, which mechanics were going to go Fate Reforged, Outlast didn't have enough mechanics we felt we could easily make the second set with them. So um, is, there's not a lot of design space. Uh, you know, there, there, It only goes on creatures. The creatures have to have... Uh, enough difference from one another that it makes sense that you're making it bigger. Um, so there's just not tons that you can do with it. We also had to make some things that care about plus one plus one counters to make them more you want to play them together. There's only so much of that we can do. So it's definitely a mechanic that fights against the space that it goes in. Uh, versatility is pretty neutral. Uh, I mean, creatures getting bigger is makes sense in a vacuum. You don't need uh, infrastructure to make that so. Uh, developmental was neutral. Uh, it wasn't problematic in the sense that it wasn't... It, it doesn't cause them problems, but it's not easy to use. That's why it's neutral. That it is a hard mechanic to make relevant and constructed. Uh, playability. Um, it uses counters. Uh, it has creatures that grant abilities with those counters. So there's a bunch going on. It definitely is a little bit more co- uh, complicated. Um, your opponent has to pay a little extra attention to realize that your things are growing. So it, it has some playability issues. It's not, uh, it's not that hard to understand, but it has some board complexity issues, and it has the, just being able to track what's going on and track what matters, especially since plus and plus counters can grant abilities, can be complicated, especially on the board to watch. Um, so my storm scale is a 7. Um, I don't think Outlast is coming back. It is, it's flavorful, but it's a really small design space. It's hard to develop. It's got a bunch of issues around it, um, and it just wasn't that popular. So, like, if a mechanic is really popular but problematic, oh, okay, well, then I can maybe see it coming back because, you know, we'll, players are, worth, are, are willing to jump through hoops if there's a payoff, but they don't want to jump through hoops if it's not something they're particularly fond of. So the fact that this mechanic rated so low and has all the problems I talked about makes it tricky. I mean, it's a 7. It doesn't mean it couldn't come back, but it would need to be a really good fit for it to come back. Okay, next is Prowess. So Prowess was uh, popular. It was in the top 25%. Uh, people really liked it. In fact, it's the mechanic that uh, kept going up as we did the Godbook study. So we do two Godbook studies per set, and it was in both Constantark here and Fate Reforged. And literally, the first time we asked in... Um, Concentric here, it was the lowest rated of the guild mechanics, and then the second time it was the highest rated, and then it was even higher rated, and then it was even higher rated. So it ended up being very, very popular during the duration. Um, it's one of those mechanics when people first saw it, they were underwhelmed by it, they thought it was weak. Uh, I think that's why it got low ratings at first, but then people played with it and were like, oh wow, this is not remotely weak, this is actually a pretty strong mechanic. Design space, large. Um, you can put prowess, I mean, it's a creature mechanic, so it only goes on creatures, but there's a lot of combinations of creatures you can go on. In fact, this can go on almost any creature, and it's interesting. It's pretty, pretty open-ended. Versatility, flexible. It requires you to have non-creature spells. Well, something magic does is have non-creature spells. Um, creature spells make up about 
50 to 55 percent of the cards. So the rest, uh, I guess, that aren't lands are um, not creature spells. So there's plenty to play off of. It's it's definitely something that's usable. Um, uh, flexible, very easy to use. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I, I just talked about flexibility. Very easy to use. Plays in what the game already does. Developmental, not problematic at all. Actually, development is quite fine in the mechanic. Um, it actually creates some interesting tension in gameplay in places that don't cause any developmental problems. Playability, no, pretty straightforward. It uh, doesn't use counters, doesn't have any rules complication. It's not particularly complex. Uh, it's proved to be very easy for people to understand. Um, so it, uh, it, it pretty much does everything we like. It's popular, has a large design space, it's flexible in its versatility, not problematic in development, and it has no playability issues. Basically, it's the best you could score, and that's the reason we made it an evergreen mechanic. It's a storm scale of one. You will see it soon because it's become an evergreen mechanic. We like it so much. It was such a, a uh, it was a home run as, as far as um, keywords go. Okay, next, Delve. So Delve shows up in Kinds of Tark here in Fate Reforged. Um, oh, the previous morph showed up, well, only technically in Kanza Tarkir, although a morph variant showed up in both the other sets. Uh, Manifest is a little bit different. We'll talk about that. And Megamorph we'll talk about too. Um, but Morph itself, sort of plain Morph, just showed up in Kanza Tarkir. Raid and Outlast. Well, Raid showed up in um, just uh, Kanza Tarkir, and uh, Outlast showed up in just Kanza Tarkir. Raid wasn't because of a space issue. Raid was because um, we really liked the black-red mechanic that was in uh, Dragon's Tarkir, Dash. We thought it'd be very good, and for different reasons, other things needed to be there. Um, we did not do Outlast because we didn't have enough design space. So, Okay, now we get to mechanics that were in both, uh, but the first two sets. So Delve was in Kanza Tarkir and Fate Reforged. Hold on one second. I need that cut open traffic and safety first. Okay, so uh, popularity, it was light. Uh, it was in the bottom half percentage... Uh, but the top half, so the 50 to 75 percent um, range, um, or I'm sorry, the 25 to 50 percent range, the, the 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 top half of the bo- bottom half, so the second second quarter out of four, I guess. Um, players, the problem I think Delve had was Delve. Is, I will get to this in a second, but Delve is powerful, but powerful both can make people happy and upset people. Uh, design space is medium. It goes on any spell. Um, so there's a lot of different kinds of spell you can do with it. Um, the problem you run into, the reason that it's not, uh, the design space is not large, is you need to have a spell big enough that it's worth reducing the cost. Um, so there's a lot of spells that Delve doesn't make sense on just because it's too cheap. Um, you know, if you cost three or less mana, eh, saving mana is not that big a deal. Um, so Delve tends to go on things that are more expensive. Um, versatility. Uh, I will say neutral. Um, the game does put cards in the graveyard, so it's not like naturally you can't do that. But to really take advantage of Delve, you need to have enablers. Um, I mean, it's not that you can't throw Delve in a normal deck. Eventually things will get in your graveyard. But really to take advantage of Delve, you need some enablers. So there, there's some. Um, and Delve has the problem of that it doesn't want too much. Um, I don't really have a great name for this. Uh, my blog, we talked about this. Uh, mechanics that kind of um, fight for the same space, that you can only have so much of them because they fight for the same space. I think cannibalistic was the word we were talking about on my blog. Um, so I use cannibalistic. That they, they kind of eat the same space, and so like you, you can't have to... Like, 
Delve requires you to use a certain resource. Well, I, I can't fill my deck with Delve cards uh, unless I have a deck that's all about getting that resource to happen. Um, I can have a few Delve cards, but not a lot. Development problematic. This is one of those... So this, this mechanic did something we don't see a lot, which is, wasn't a problem in Standard, was a problem in older formats. Um, you know, Treasure Cruise, uh, for example. It's a kind of card we, I, I think we restricted in Vintage, uh, and I believe we banned in Modern, I believe. Um, it's just a problematic card. Uh, in, in formats like that, where it's a lot easier to get cards in your graveyard just because of the flow of the game, um, it just becomes a more powerful spell. So, but anyway, it's just, it, and even standard, it wasn't like it wasn't played in standard, it just wasn't broken in standard. Um, but it's problematic. It's, it's developmental. Like, one of the reasons getting back to is going to be a hard problem is it really is one of these mechanics that, like, it's hard to cost because it, 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 it makes itself cheaper. So even if you put a real expensive cost on it, if you get too high, then it's not, it doesn't really look good. So anyway, it is problematic. Playability, no, pretty straightforward. Um, it doesn't use counters. It doesn't have rules issues. It, it, it doesn't. It's not horribly complex in how it functions. So it doesn't really have any additional rules to it. Storm scale eight. Uh, the reason I gave it an eight is that uh, well, it's it is a problematic mechanic. Uh, it, it's not even super light. Interestingly, it came in the bottom half, um, but it uh, it just developmentally has issues. There's some design issues to it. Um, really, the, the, the developmental issues are the biggest thing. I, I think the design design could work its way around some of the problems if it wasn't causing so many developmental problems. So I think that that's the reason it's an eight. Is like okay, if we brought it back, we'd have to solve a bunch of problems, and not just design problems. We'd have to solve developmental problems. Okay, ferocious Kantarkir and Fate Reforged. Uh, okay, so this is uh, an ability word that says if you control a creature with power four or more, uh, you get an a- extra. Your ability is either stronger or you get a second ability. Popularity, it was unpopular in the bottom quarter, uh, 0 to 25%. Design space, medium. Um, you need to have spells that you can enhance and be additive to. Um, we do that a lot in Magic, so it's not like we don't have access to that, but uh, it limits it somewhat. It's, it's, it's medium. There's a lot of effects that, that we can do that with, but not, not a, a giant amount. So that's why it is a medium design space. Flexibility, pretty flexible. Um, it cares about having big creatures. Magic has big creatures. doesn't really require you to do anything different. Um, you probably do a little bit of the four ones and things where you, you stretch to make four power creatures be a little cheaper, but that's, that's not particularly hard to do. Uh, developmentally, not problematic. Um, it didn't really cause... I mean, it wasn't... It was the kind of mechanic that you have to get people to play big creatures to play it, and that's hard sometimes to construct it, but it didn't cause many problems. Uh, playability, not particularly affected. It's pretty straightforward. Doesn't have uh, rules issues. Doesn't have complexity issues. A uh, little bit of complexity issues, but not, not enough to, to m- move the needle much. Storm scale seven. Um, so this is a perfect example of mechanic that, like, I never see. I never need to see that mechanic return. It's it's kind of a ho hum mechanic. Players, you know, it played fine, but players weren't entranced with it. But it's it's a kind of a workhorse mechanic where I can imagine the day. We're like, it's just exactly what we need, and I'm not going to not do it if it perfectly fits the design. I just feel like there's no reason to bring this back unless something actually really sort of pulls it forward and says you need to play it. Okay, next is Manifest. So this was only in Fate Reforged. Uh, So Manifest says uh, when you use Manifest, you get a card 
um, from the top of your library usually, although you would get it from other places occasionally, and put it face down as a 2-2 creature, and then if that is a creature, you may spend its mana cost to turn it face up. So it's sort of a, a proto-morph with what it was designed to be. Popularity was liked, meaning it was in the top half of the bottom, uh, so the 25-50%. Um, the, the interesting thing about this mechanic was it was the people that liked it really, really liked it. So uh, the popularity is a, a little unfair in that it actually did a little bit better in the the, the people who rate it rated highly, who like it rated highly. Design space medium. Um, you have to be careful how many of these do and where they go, and they kind of fill the role of tokens. So when you do these, you have to have less tokens in the set. Um, there's some space. That, it's not infinite, and I can make more cards with it, but it's not something that I could. Uh, imagine forever making clean versions without having to reprint some stuff. Uh, Versatile is neutral. Um, It definitely affects some stuff around it. Like I said, it affects kind of tokens have to go down to make this work. Um, It's not horribly oppressive in what it needs to do for the set around it, but it has some effect. So it's neutral in that it's not... The best ones are ones you have to do anything. This one you you have to do a few things, but not... Not so much that it's that big a deal, so I put it in neutral. Um, developmental neutral. Um, there is some developmental issues, but stuff they were able to deal with. It's not developmental free. You know, it's not free, uh, but it's not problematic. It's kind of, kind of in the middle. Playability. Well, playability is very much affected. It, it, it is complicated. It's a complicated mechanic. It's very complex. Um, in fact, it's more complex than Morph, and Morph is complex. And there's a lot of logistical issues of how it works and what happens when you get cars and how does it work with double-faced cars. And anyway, it definitely has a lot of issues with it. So Storm, Storm Scale, I gave it a 6. Um, it has a lot to overcome to, to come back, but the people that like it really, really like it. It definitely would be uh, it would be an exciting thing when it returned for some of the players. It really would be... like It's the kind of mechanic that has fans where... Like some mechanics, like if I bought back Ferocious... There's very few people that go, oh my goodness, Ferocious is back. I'm buying this set. Awesome, Ferocious. There's a lot of people that would get excited if Manifest came back. That's the difference between the two, is that Manifest uh, was polarizing, but the people that liked it really liked it, where Ferocious was like, eh, nobody liked it that much. Okay, Bolster. Bolster was both in Fate, uh, Fate Reforged and Dragon's Dark Here. Uh, its popularity was popular it was in the second, so lower half of the upper part, so uh, 50 to 75%, um, but just barely. People liked it. Design space is medium. Um, it can go on creatures and spells, but uh, it puts counters on things, so there's a limit of how much you can do, and there's a limit of how many cards that make sense with. Uh, Versatility is pretty flexible. Uh, it just requires having creatures in play. Uh, Magic likes to do that, so that it doesn't really uh, impact you making the set as far as what you have to build around it. Developmentally, not problematic. It, it played just fine, and the playability is not affected. Pretty straightforward. I mean... I guess it does use counters, um, but in a pretty straightforward, easy way, not hard to track, uh, and not too complicated. So Storm Scale, I gave it a 5. I feel like it's a fun mechanic. People generally liked it. It doesn't cause a lot of issues, no developmental issues, not a lot of major design issues. So um, it, it, it's not as clean or as popular as some mechanics. That's why it's a little higher than, you know, it's not a 3 or 4, it's a 5. But uh, anything below a 5, I feel like if I was a betting man, I think it would come back. Um, that doesn't mean things above 5 can't come back. I'm just, on average, I expect things below 5 to eventually come back. Okay, Dash, also in Fate Reforged and Dragons of Tarkir. 
This was the mechanic went on creatures. You could pay the dash cost, and if you did, the creature had flash. I'm not flash. Sorry, the creature had haste, uh, and then end your turn return to your hand. Um, sometimes it lets you get bigger creatures off faster, but you had to recast them. Sometimes it lets you do cool things with enter the battlefield effects and stuff. Um, its popularity was popular, uh, so in the 50 to 75 percent range. Design space is medium. It only goes on creatures, but there's a bunch of different kind of creatures you can put it on. Although it doesn't go on every creature. Versatility, flexible. It, it, it's a combat mechanic. It requires you in combat. Magic does that pretty well. Um, developmental, not problematic. Uh, it didn't cause any problems with development. Playability, no, not too complex. Doesn't use counters. Um, doesn't have rules issues. It's a pretty straightforward mechanic. Uh, storm scale, I gave this a three. Uh, I believe this was. It both is a, was a popular mechanic and has this. It shines from a design standpoint. It really is. You can make a lot of cool cards out of it. It's easy to design cards with it. Uh, they end up being very cool cards. Um, like I said, the developmentally is not an issue. Players really liked it. So I believe this mechanic has a really good chance of coming back. In fact, I'm very confident we will see it again. Okay, now we get to mechanics that are only in Dragon Park here. So we start with Megamorph. So Megamorph was unpopular. So it is actually the lowest scoring mechanic of all time since we've been doing market research on mechanics. That said, I believe that rating is a little bit unfair. Uh, Morph does much better than Megamorph. I think the problem of this mechanic was we set expectations poorly. People were expecting something as different from Morph as Manifest was from Morph. And so I think this suffered from... um, really bad expectation setting in our part, meaning the mechanic actually plays well. Um, it, it's, well, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get to the other parts about it. It, it was not a popular mechanic. Um, also, the name was much uh, hated, to use a word I've invented. Okay, design space, medium. Um, it has the same restrictions that um, Morph do. Uh, most Morph cards could become Mega Morph. Um, the only reason that you might not put it on some of them is just a complexity issue of just adding extra text. But design-wise, Megamorph can go on most creatures that you could put Morph on. Versatility, neutral. It has all the issues that Morph has, but really no issues beyond that. I guess it has a... It matters about... Or produces counters, so there's that. Um, but not that big a deal. Magic does that all the time. Developmental, problematic. Uh, problematic because Morph is problematic. Uh, I don't think... In fact, I think it's slightly less problematic than Morph and that there's a few tools. This mechanic gives you a reason why you'd want to morph something and unmorph it. I'm not sure if unmorph actually is a technical term, but that's what I use it. Um, so it, it actually, uh, Megamorph showed up a little more constructed than Morph did. So actually, it's a little easier in development than Morph, but it's close. Uh, playability definitely affected. Uh, it has all the Morph issues, which are complexity issues, and it has plus and plus one counter. So it, it definitely is a pretty complex mechanic. Um, Storm scale rating, I gave it a 9. Uh, and here's why I gave it a 9. It actually plays decently. Uh, the reason I gave it a 9 was we so badly burned the name Megamorph uh, that I believe that if we ever wanted to do this again, we would just make morph cards and spell it out and not bother to have its own mechanic. Like, we, we, we made a misstep, and so much so we burned the name of the mechanic. And I feel like if I ever wanted to do this again, I would just do it and write it out and not call attention to it. Um, that, the sadness for me is that I actually think this is a neat mechanic and it, it plays well. And like, like I said, it's actually a little bit easier for development to get into constructed. Um, probably what that means is next time we see Morph, we'll make more use of some technology 
It'll just be part of Morph and it won't be its own thing. But I'll, I'd be surprised if you see the words Megamorph come back. Okay, Rebound was in Dragons of Tarkir. It's a repeat mechanic. Um, first showed up in Scourge, I think? Um, anyway, uh, you cast a spell. It goes on instance of sorceries. And then not only does it go off this turn, it goes off the beginning of next turn. Um, so popularity, very popular. People liked Rebound. It was in the top uh, 75 to 100%. Um, People liked it last time we did it. They liked it when we brought it back. Uh, it was, I think, um, the highest rated mechanic in kinds of... Uh, oh, the highest rated in kinds of Tarkir block. That's what I, I'm being told. It was the high Of all the mechanics in the set, um, Prowess was the highest rated in kinds of Tarkir. Um, I think Rebound got slightly higher rated than Prowess. Um, okay, design space. Well, it only goes in instance and sorcery, so there's some restrictions there. So I, I, I said medium for a design space. Flexibility, pretty flexible. Most, I mean, most instances and sorceries you can cast a second time. The best ones are ones where there's a strategic reason to want to have knowledge that it's coming. So it, it, some, some ones are better than others, but it's still pretty flexible. And, it, and it, it doesn't require any infrastructure. There's nothing you have to do to the game to make a rebound work. Developmental, not problematic. They had no problem with rebound. Uh, playability, uh, there's a memory issue. This is the playability thing is you have to remember that you did it, and you have to do something to give you memory aid. Uh, rebound occasionally has people forgetting. That causes tournament issues. Um, storm scale is a three. It was liked. Uh, we brought it back once. We brought it. We did it. People liked it. We brought it back. People really liked it. Okay, so it's chance of coming back. Pretty good. It's a nice, clean, simple mechanic. Like I said, it's got a few memory issues, but that really is the harshest thing I can say about it. Okay, next we have Exploit. So exploit was only in Dragon's Dark here. When an exploit creature came into play, you could sacrifice a creature, and if you did, it did something. Popularity was liked, but barely, so it was in the 25 to 50%, but barely, like you're saying. Design space is medium, and only went on creatures, but pretty flexible. Uh, anything that can be an enter the battlefield effect mostly could work. Uh, versatility was neutral. Um, it required a little bit of infrastructure. You needed things that you might want to sacrifice, uh, smaller things, tokens, creatures with death triggers. We definitely had to put some of that in to make it work. Uh, developmental was neutral. Um, it was a hard mechanic to make um, constructed worthy. I mean, they did it, but it was <coughs> it has some issues. <coughs> One second. Um, um, playability was not affected. It doesn't... It's pretty straightforward. Um... It, it was, the reason I think that it wasn't particularly liked, you know, it was in the lower end, was <coughs> not everybody likes to, um, <coughs> not everybody likes to um, uh, sacrifice their creatures. So it, it it was a spiky mechanic. I mean, it was made it was made to be a spiky mechanic, um, but it, it definitely has a little bit of a strike of I mean, to popularity that people don't like to sacrifice their own stuff. Uh, it actually played pretty well. I thought it was a cool mechanic. I gave it a storm scale of six. Um, I thought it played really well, and it has a lot of versatility, but not particularly popular, and it requires the right environment to sort of make work. So it's the kind of mechanic that, like, uh, maybe we could see it again. Um, it design-wise does some cool things, and it definitely fits in a niche space that a lot of things don't fit. So I could see doing a set where I need this kind of mechanic, and there's not a lot of mechanics like this kind of mechanic. Um, so that's why I gave it a six. So it's like... Probably, I don't think we'll see it, but it wouldn't. It would surprise me not very much if we do. That's why 
I gave it a six. So next, Formidable. Also only in Dragon Shark here. So this was a uh, ability you could only use... Um, or, well, it's, it, sometimes I guess they were static. Sometimes they were activated abilities, I think. Um, you could only use if you had eight or more power of creatures. Um, so uh, its popularity was unpopular, bottom, bottom 0 to 25%. Uh, Ferocious was unpopular. This was kind of the tweak on Ferocious, so it was also unpopular. Design space was small. Uh, you have to find th- you have to both do upgradable things, but do upgradable things that care about creatures. Um, versatility was neutral. You definitely had to make sure you had enough. Um, but we have creatures, so it required a little bit of infrastructure, but not tons. Development was neutral. Um, they didn't particularly have any issues with it, but it also wasn't easy for them to use. Um, playability, eh, not really affected. It wasn't hard to understand. Um, but I gave it a storm scale of a nine. Uh, and the, well, most of the reason was people didn't like it. It wasn't particularly easy to use. It wasn't easy to design around. It didn't help development. Uh, it was one of those mechanics that didn't hurt development. It didn't, wasn't super taxing on design. But it was kind of like, well, here's a mechanic that requires some, you know, has some baggage with it. And then people really, really didn't like it. So I don't mind doing baggage when there's things that people like. I mean, both design and development are willing to step up to the plate and figure things out when there's a payoff. And that payoff is people really like it. Well, people didn't really like this mechanic, so this is not something that um, I expect to see again. So anyway, um, those are the um, all the mechanics from Concept Tarkir. So hopefully, I hope you guys like this. Um, that one of the things that people seem very interested in, why the storm scale is very popular, is I think people like to see, okay, you did a mechanic, how to do, what do people think, the design like it, the development like it, um, you know, what are all the issues with it? And, and this hopefully lets you see that, like, there are a lot of issues with the mechanic. Like, when we look at a mechanic, there's so many different things we're looking at. Um, and, and, like I said, you know, is it fun? Do people like it? Uh, how hard is it to make? How hard is it to balance? You know, all these issues go into, is this something we would do again? And so, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll plan to do future storm scale issues. Um, I think the plan is I'll probably do the columns first because um, the columns, this requires a bunch of homework, but the columns make me do the homework. So, anyway, I think you will see more uh, storm scale podcasts and more storm scale uh, columns. But anyway, I'm about to pull up to my daughter's school. So, we all know what that means. It means it's the end of my drive to work. Instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. Thanks, guys. I will see you next time.